we did a podcast a couple weeks ago on leisure is the basis of culture. Yes, I love that one. I mean, Peeper is just so spot on when he identifies the worker mentality in all of us when we're not creating or producing um, something. But it's only in relationship that we're able to really truly find our identity and who we are in God's eyes. And that's so primary, so foundational to coming to recognize our truest identity. Because you could look at your motherhood as like, oh, I'll, I, I, I cook and I clean for these kids. Uh, you know, they get older and I get older. Like you look back and you're like, what did I do? <laughs> but it's to me like a tremendous mystery to think about how God uses you uh, to bring life into the world, to like feed it with your body. You not only bring it in the world with your body, but you feed it with your body. I shouldn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> like him or her, you know, your child. And then you nourish this child with your love through your body in thousands of ways through hugs and stuff. And yeah. Yes. I, so many mothers that I know by the end of the day are like, just nobody touch me because there's, there's so much like, you know, children crawling all over me every day and my hair is getting pulled out accidentally and just like all the things. Um, it's very much, I, I don't know a lot about the theology of the body. I'm still learning so much. I'm actually excited to go to this conference that's going online right now uh, this weekend. But um, I just feel like there's so much theology of the body in motherhood. And like you said, in birth and in nursing and in um, just the day to day of how much of my body feels like pummeled through motherhood. Um, but that, you know, that sacrifice is freedom. Um, it just calls us to a greater freedom um, of being removed of ourselves, you know, throughout all that. Chrissy, that's so cool. And uh, I signed up for the Theology of the Body Conference, too. I've listened to a few talks already. Mm -hmm. oh, it's pretty cool. Um, could you there? I, there are a lot of people uh, who may be listening uh, to this, especially younger people, that may be the first time that they're hearing that phrase, theology of the body. Yeah, Would you sure. want to possibly explain just briefly what that means or what that is? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely no expert and I'm slowly learning more about, more and more about theology of the body. But just this idea that God, he didn't just make us souls. He gave us a body and he gave us a soul. And there's so much we can learn about ourselves and our identity in God through um, you know, our physical bodies. And I just think that's so cool. That's one of the things about motherhood because it's so physical um, that I've learned so much about, you know, what God wants to speak into my life and what it means to be to be a daughter of God. Awesome. I know a lot of people talk about, you know, like theology of the body is, um, you know, the height of it, of course, is like in marriage and in sexuality. But I, I think also that there, you know, obviously it has so much more to do with them within that, too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it goes way deeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah John Paul II, he was the initiator of these theology of the body talks on Wednesdays, right? Yeah. During his pontificate. And he just was such a major player in, in our understanding of the human person. He started this uh, theology of like feminine genius, just really helping us all to understand the beauty and the mystery of the feminine. He didn't live it long, long enough to come up with a masculine genius. <laughs> That would be you. That would be your plan. <laughs> That's right. I want to ask, one of the things that John Paul II said was that you can't really define a man without reference to a woman. I, I'm paraphrasing. But likewise, you can't really define a woman without reference to a man. And so I wonder, as, as, a, as a wife um, and a mother, like how you, how you look to your husband 
as as a support for you and your children? Yeah, I think that. Um... Yeah, I think that, you know, a mom and a dad or a husband and wife are meant to be a team. And that's something that I've been married for 10 years now, um, which is still pretty new. I still kind of feel I'm past the newlywed like honeymoon phase for sure. But, you know, we still have so much to learn. And, you know, one thing that I think my Matt and I have been working on more recently is just realizing how important it is for us to uh, just be really careful about how we talk to each other, you know, especially in front of the kids, but just to model, you know, respect for one another. Um, and to be that team, like to, for him to allow me to have my, you know, jurisdiction, I would say like as a mother, like to really embrace my, the gifts that God has given to me as a mom that, you know, Matt doesn't have, like, I, I see little things, um, that, you know, maybe he would miss like, um, little unsaid things with my kids that maybe Matt would see. And there's plenty of things, you know, the ways that he interacts with the children, in his masculinity that are just different than how I would. And I think that that's a kind of another thing in our culture that is skewed. And um, I think it can be damaging to families and to marriages is this idea of like, you know, battle the sexes um, that, you know, women can sit around and like gripe about their husband, how he doesn't do this and he doesn't understand that. And I don't know if men do the same thing. But, um, you know, instead of looking at it as like, yeah, my husband doesn't do that. And because he's it's because he's a man and it's because he's a dad. He's not a mom. and He's not a woman. And that's a really beautiful thing that I think we can work towards embracing more and more and really seeing the beauty in how God has given us the complementarity of man and woman. Mm-hmm. For sure. Complementarity. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. If only we complimented each other. living. In the room. <laughs> I try. So I wish you did, too. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, uh, Matt told me something, and I don't know if this is too personal, but I honestly share it with every engaged couple that come to me for marriage prep. Uh-huh. And um, he said that every month or so, you guys sit down and you ask each other the question, how have I been a good husband or father to you? Mm. And then... Um, you ask the question, how can I be a better husband and father to you? And then he'll ask you how, how, um, or I'm sorry, I'm getting this confused. <laughs> you get my point. Yes, yes. <laughs> he uh, can I help can... you to understand how to be a better um, wife and mother and affirm you in the ways that he sees your, your motherhood already. So, and then he said that after like a few months, where you guys got too busy or for whatever reason, you he noticed like there was some tension in the relationship. So I, I really try to um, express to the engaged couple the importance of communication and this like team mentality. Yes, yeah, so we learned this when we were uh, in our first year of marriage. We were living out in Virginia and we were part of what was called um, Cana groups. And it was modeled after teams of Our Lady which I don't know if you've heard of that, but this idea, we were part of a small group of couples. We'd get together once a month to share a meal, to go around the table and share uh, the joys and challenges of family life. We'd pray together, encourage each other. And part of being part of that group was that we had to commit ourselves to, before we showed up for that dinner, you know, each couple would have sat down with each other and had a, a date night, you know, it was supposed to be fun and a time to really bond together. But yeah, we would ask each other those uh, tough questions of how am I doing well and how am I not doing so well as a wife and a mother? Um, you know, and of course, it was with the heart of like wanting to challenge and encourage each other in our roles. Um, so yeah, it was really beautiful. I think also in our formation with Focus, we learned how to receive fraternal correction. Um, and we just, you know, we've kind of built that culture in our marriage that we want to welcome, uh, 
you know, how we can grow, you know, we always just want to want to do it in love and in the right situation. I'm, I'm one thing I'm working on now is, you know, just like, um, you know, not being critical on the spot, you know, not just like always pointing out those flaws in the moment, but, you know, taking the time to take it to prayer. And then, you know, in the context of, you know, a date night or, um, you know, fun time together that we could. Wait, so you're saying your family's not perfect. Matt's not perfect. They're (laughs) far from it. Far, far from it. (laughs) But, and actually for reminding us, because I I don't think it's, it's been a while since we've done that. We need to get back in the habit of doing that. Yeah. I, I just, I very much um, can see how that would be tremendously powerful for both of you, especially the context the foundation is that you're doing this out of love, right? Mm-hmm. And if you guys can model it, they see the fruit of it. They come to recognize they can maybe can do it to their brothers and sisters or their friends. I mean, this mm-hmm. is why the family is the essential unit of our society. So. Yeah. And I think what makes it work so well is that we go into this conversation knowing that I'm going to receive back and I, I receive feedback and I'm going to have the opportunity to give feedback. And so I'm not always looking at, okay, what is my husband doing wrong that I need to fix? But I'm looking at at it in the lens of like, I want to know where I can grow. And I want to, out of love, share that with my husband too and help him to grow. And he wants to hear that. That's awesome. Well, we're very grateful uh, for you to spend this Mother's Day with us. So much for your wisdom, your experience, and your honesty. And I I really think our listeners are going to really benefit from our conversation. Thanks for being a mom. Amen. It is so humbling. I also wanted to share too, in light of John Paul II's, you know, feminine genius you touched on, Father Derek, is that, you know, on this Mother's Day, we can really celebrate all women because women are in their very nature, like called to be mothers, whether you're consecrated or single um, or married, uh, that it is, it's just in our nature that we want to uh, protect life and to nurture life. Um, and we've been given these special qualities. Um, so really, it's, it's a day to celebrate all women. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. Do you have any uh, favorite saints who are moms or just saints in general that you go to as a mother? Yeah, I love St. Gianna. Our um, first daughter is is named after St. Gianna. Um, I just love how she was so, I love that there's like photographs and videos of her that she's, you know, a modern saint and that I've read some of the love letters that her and her husband wrote back and forth. Um, And she's just like so normal. Like I heard the story that you know, before she, right before she died, you know, she knew that she knew there was a risk that she was going to die from um, a difficult pregnancy. And she was willing to sacrifice her life for her baby. You know, she said, do told the doctors, like, do whatever you can to save the baby first. But at the same time, she had like full hope in the Lord. And she like went out and bought a whole new wardrobe like the week before she died. <laughs> she was like very much into fashion and culture and theater and beauty. So yeah, yeah I love that she's like so normal and that I can relate to her in some ways. Very cool. Uh, speaking of Andrew, he just climbed into the car with me. Oh, Andrew. You say hi to Father Derek? He wants his mommy. You say hi, Father Derek? Hi. Hi, Andrew. (laughs) Give your mama a hug for us. Well, thanks again. How fitting it is that our interview would be interrupted by one of your kids needing you. It's an honor to talk to you guys and really uplifting just to share and contemplate motherhood. Thanks, Chrissy. You're in our prayers and the whole family. Thank you. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.